Thanks for joining us for this episode. And before we get started, I want to let you know that if you want to learn more about any guests that we feature on our episodes, you're going to want to check out the show notes to connect with them. And if you want to connect with me and learn more about what we do, head over to mustincrease.com. You'll find all the different ways that you can connect with us and the services that we offer for churches, businesses, and what we do for families and more. Of course, you are going to want to make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, I'm very grateful that you've joined us for this episode. My name is Luke Clayton, and welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. But I do have to give some, uh, speaking of uh, movies that totally missed the mark, I think you and I have talked about this off mic, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man 3, it's horrible. Yeah, it yeah, is, we did talk about this. It is, if it's not, it's not the worst movie Marvel's ever made, but it's in the bottom five. Really? It's so, and because they, Ant-Man 1 and 2, it's mm-hmm. this, it's Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. Right. So they really play to that in sure. Ant Man One and Two. It's it's a, they do a good job because Ant Man the concept of Ant Man is kind of dumb, um, so they do a good job of playing to that in yeah. the first two, and they make it just it, they're kind of just heist movies. They're 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 a heist movie. Yeah. And it's kind of action comedy, you know. Sure. No, they just kind of, I mean, they have little elements of it mm-hmm. in the third one, but they really abandon that. Really. For the most part. Just made it more serious. Or? Well, they just went so freaking sci-fi. The okay. sci-fi I, look. I've I've seen everything Star Wars many times. You know, I don't hold that against them. Yeah, I mean, look. I mean, I'm a sci-fi guy. Like, and Marvel had has is sci-fi. I mean, like you can't deny it nowadays. It like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they're very sci-fi. Yeah, this is sci-fi to this level that I just I just couldn't get get on board with. Yeah. It's just so weird. Okay, you and I have so talked weird. about a hundred times that the kind of movies I love are, I'm okay with little sci-fi if there's a tiny chance that, okay, this could be actually real. I, I've told you a hundred times before, like, I was super disappointed in, like, Interstellar. Okay? Yeah. Because I was like, okay, like, in the future, we can go to space, like, time, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know everything. But then the whole last 20 minutes, it was like, it was just kind of like this is what you brought us to yeah. this random. You, yeah, you know, I'm I'm actually picturing that scene of the library and all. Or it's not really a library. Yeah. it's just kind of like I know. What you're okay, you about. blew it for me here. Yeah, you know, so I, I love things that like okay, you know the whole thing where people are like hey there could be other galaxies or okay I'll play along. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you know even even time travel I'll I'll yeah I'm okay with that oh, yeah, yeah. But some of the stuff where it's like. No. Yeah. This okay, like the reason I have never ever gotten I, I personally I can't stand Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no raccoon with a machine gun. <laughs> like okay, like there is no tree that says like, I am Groot, yeah. Okay, so I, I have never gotten into that. Like, yeah. okay. Reason that I probably still to this day Well, actually okay, I don't know if my favorite character would be Captain America or Tony Stark, because Tony Stark, I've always loved him because he's a real person. Mm-hmm. Because okay, I can see somebody making that suit. 
I can see that actually happening. Yeah. That's why yeah. I've always loved it. Okay, yeah. the whole science behind Captain America. Okay, maybe, you know, Hulk, eh, you know, yeah. okay. So yeah. I, I love elements of, okay, this could actually be real, but sometimes when you don't, yeah. it's like, I, eh, I'm not in this. Well, you know, anyway. it, that's the thing about the Ant, Ant-Man is it, it it goes so deep down this, this. okay, so that's been Marvel's thing. Like, Marvel is... They've just been introducing you to kind of new, new aspects, new new worlds, new you know like, yeah. With Iron Man, it was like, oh, everything's pretty realistic. Like, guy builds a suit, whatever. Okay, and then but then we go to to Thor, and oh oh, this is a whole other planet. Yeah, and these are demigods, and okay, new world here. Right, and then yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy expands that even more, uh, and then we get into um, Loki. Which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, that has been one of the good things Marvel's put out. And okay. they introduced that multiverse concept, you know, yeah. which they did a good job in Loki of introducing it. Mm-hmm. But like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness or whatever. Yeah, never saw that. Yeah, but I've heard not it. Worth I've seeing. heard it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not worth seeing. Okay. So, uh, but so now with, with Ant Man, they're trying to introduce you to kind of like another world of the subatomic you know like like that's his thing like like uh ant-man shrinks yeah and so the technology they've developed to shrink now can shrink shrink people down to the subatomic level and that's the thing it's like this world exists it's like this tiny little world that exists subatomically like it's it's weird okay that alone is weird and hard to wrap your mind around and like they're like well because it's this weird subatomic world there's all this weird crap going on and it's just it's just weird okay and i know we gotta wrap this up but i wonder this is probably a whole other conversation i wonder because i know you know they have all these comics to pull from and all that kind of stuff you know but i wonder if sometimes you know these writers get into a corner where it's like well we've already done that we well, already done that. What can we do now? And they just got to, I mean, obviously all movies are making up stuff. You know, mm-hmm, I mean, obviously there's mm-hmm. true stories out there, but it's it's almost like, well, where do we go from here? Yeah. What about a tiny world? Okay, Al, we'll go with that. Well, that's, you, know, you really, you wonder how dig or deep they have to dig yep. to just continue to make things until they got to start things over again. Well, that's, that's you know? clearly what's happening with Marvel now okay. is they have exhausted all of the like... Iconic. Uh, and the, and, the, and kind of like when you, they are still, all of this stuff is supposedly like, this is all still being pulled from comics. Like right. they, the I, source material is comics. Like this is yeah. this is from the minds of the guys who wrote the comics and they're just putting their spin on it. Right. But we're getting to the point now where they've exhausted all the good stuff. So like yeah. now they're going so deep. Now, if you're like a true hardcore comic fan, you're probably eating this up. Yeah. But for us common people who look, I, I, I've enjoyed, I enjoyed Marvel up to Endgame. Yep. And, and I thought, hey, they did a good job, like whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm not a comic book guy. Never yeah. have been, never yeah. will be. And so for, for us, guys like us, you and me, that never were into that, like we just, we're not relating anymore. Right. And that's been the problem with Marvel. And, and Ant-Man is a, t- a testament of that. Like it's, yeah. and like I said, even even the latest uh, Doctor Strange movie, like it's like you're just going so deep into the source material here of yeah. that. You know, it's just weird. It's weird stuff, and and so yeah, I mean, Ant Man was not great. Um, did you ever see Avatar, The Way of Water, the the, the like latest the second one? one? Yeah, the second oh. one. Okay, yeah, I mean, I didn't have four days free to watch it. It's three. Yeah, now that <laughs> three hours and ten minutes, three hours Man. and ten minutes, way too, okay, way too long. Okay, that's that's something else. Okay, if I have three hours to just you know watch something, probably wouldn't pick that because once again, to me, it's just complete fantasy. I never liked the first one. Now, once yeah. again, from a artist's perspective, like I can really appreciate 
James Cameron, the the, the oh, yeah. I can appreciate the world that it's. I can you know I can get on board with all that, but I'm probably not gonna watch it. I mean you know it's just a long yeah. time. Well, my know, thing it's... is is well here's the here's the irony of it, and we have I know we have talked about a little bit of this, like I said off off the record, but here now it's on the record. Um, I yeah I I'm not crazy. Like I said, I'm a I don't mind sci-fi. I just the whole world of Pandora and Avatar. Yeah. I'm just like okay. I just think the color blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so it's it's not it's not that I like just love the characters, love the story. No, I, I could take that or leave that. Yeah. You cannot argue that it's visually spectacular. Yeah. And so that's kind of the the ironic thing. If I was gonna, I, if I could go see it in an IMAX or like, I'm not gonna watch yeah. it on my TV at home. Yeah. Well, see, I'm that's, not gonna do that's that. where, because it is so long. You know, I, you know, like, like that with John Wick, John Wick mm-hmm. Four. I'm like, okay, wait, wait till it streams. Watch it on streaming, but don't go to the theater to watch it. Yeah. You know, it's not visually spectacular enough to see in a the theater. Right. Avatar, ironically, I'm like, oh, it's so long, and somehow I made it through the whole movie without having to go to the bathroom. That's a miracle. But yeah, yeah, but um, it's so long, but I did see it in IMAX, mm-hmm. IMAX 3D. Yeah. And I, I will tell you, it, it, it did win the award the Oscar for visual effects and it deserves to win that award okay. because it was visually beautiful and so realistic. Okay. I think one of the best movies is 3d I've seen. I think I saw, um, Spider-Man no way home. Yeah. The latest one. Yeah, well, hold on. Was the one before that? What was the one with all the drones? And oh, the... that would have been uh, Far From Home. Okay, Far From Home. Yeah. I think I saw that 3D, yeah. and that that was actually pretty cool. Oh, it's yeah. been a long time since I've seen movies in good 3D, I, but yeah, IMAX... I think that one was actually pretty great. Yeah, I, IMAX 3D is it's usually pretty pretty great, but like I said, Avatar is this whole other huh. level of just amazing visuals. Um, is that still playing in theaters? I think you could, it's not an IMAX anymore. Yeah. I think you could still catch it in the theater here and there, and and they will re-release it. Sure. Um, so you can't you can't deny visually it's it's amazing. And I will say this, though. Here is what I, is surprisingly non... Well, okay. The whole premise of the Avatar movies is all about nature. Okay, so climate yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay, so there's that. Um, but the... I was surprised how they the, the the center of the story is all about the family. It's all you about, have told me this. It is all about traditional family. Uh, you, you know have told the me this. the Sully, the the main guy who's mm-hmm. there was a human who's changed over to Avatar now. Yep. Or they're not called Avatar. That's what they what, what are they called the Nai the Nai. I don't yeah. see the guy can't, there's too yeah. many names. But he's <laughs> he's one of the blue people now. Uh, like he's and, and so he marries um, the, the 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 blue girl from the first one. Mm-hmm. Now they've got kids. They've got a family. This whole movie is about the value of keeping that family together and protecting the family and growing as a family. That's cool. And there's there is there is a part that is is very emotional about mm-hmm. about like things that happen that are that are traumatic to the family. Yeah. Um and so that I really did appreciate that because in today's culture like Oh. The nuclear family is the bad thing, yeah. you know. Like yeah, you know, yeah. but this is all about it, it, really that is the the center of the story is all about that. So I, I did like that, and you alluded to this earlier, man. You cannot deny. I'm not. I, I James Cameron. I've seen his. You know, I've seen the Avatar movies. I've seen oh. Titanic. Titanic's oh, yeah. good movie. You know, oh, they, yeah. they're good. But it's like this guy now has three of the top four highest grossing movies of all time. Mm-hmm. The two avatars and Titanic. Yeah. Endgame's the only one in there. Avengers Endgame's the only one that he has not yeah. directed. That 
is impressive. Yeah, that is. I that mean, is. the man is the man clearly knows what he's doing, and okay. he is he is brilliant. I'll can interject this real quick on James Cameron. Um, I think it's I think on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. Um, apparently, this is probably why Titanic was so good back in two thousand or whenever it came out. He he is he's a most unbelievably detailed person. Mm. I'm just it's just yeah. incredible, like. Even now, here in twenty, I think twenty twenty one, I think he may even kind of started it um, back when the pandemic was going on. But there's kind of like this little mini series of him, like he was like recreating the Titanic thing again. Mm -hmm. Like he was, he's almost he's fascinated with like, what did I get wrong? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It's like he's still doing yeah. all these models and all these things. Yep. So like, what could I have done different? And well, maybe it would have been like this. And yeah. it's kind of like first, I me, mean, it's like. Okay, does it really matter? Yeah. But like he's spending all this money of his like just to this mini project of like, I wonder what really happened. Mm -hmm. Like so I think that's the part of it was like someone was kind of commentating on it. Like, that's why it was so good because everything he just researches, everything, yep. everything has to be the best. And kind of like, okay, it's quality over quantity. Well, mm -hmm. Okay, the guy's only made how many movies over the span of his forty year career? In the past thirty years he's made three movies. Right. But and think they of, all, but think, okay, like I'm gonna put ten years of my life yep. into this. This is what you know. So it's, yeah. I thought it was kind of fascinating. He's, uh, anyway. he's, yeah. So that's what's interesting about the second Avatar, is it's almost like again, yes, he has made three movies. Like Titanic came out in '97, probably '97. Yeah. So it's been the span of like yeah, a little less than thirty years, right? Uh, so twenty five years. Yeah. In twenty five years, he's only made three feature films. Mm -hmm. All of them again have done. Are, are Dude, the top I mean, three. you could you could watch Titanic and except for maybe a couple shots that you know are like you know fake, mm -hmm. it looked like it was shot last yeah. year. I mean, it's but, it's fantastic. So that's that is another thing I preach about with the, about the second Avatar is it's like he took his two hits and he said, if I could go back and make those better, mm -hmm. here's what I would do. Yeah. Because there is there, it's called the way of water. It's all happening in water. And so there's this scene at the end. That's right. I, I this isn't that. much of a spoiler. There's this scene at the end, I guess it's in the trailer, where like the kind of the final battle happens on a sinking ship. Okay. So it's kind of, it's almost, and there's a lot of the same stuff from Titanic, the way this ship sinks. And so you, it's okay. like he said, okay, I'm going to take my, really best, interesting. my best work and I'm going to improve it. And wow. like, it, huh. so I can appreciate his dedication you, yeah, to, you know, you know to what's the funny craft. I actually just forgot that Avatar is underwater. The second, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And that, that, that's some inc incredible stuff too. When you look yeah. at technically how they accomplish that. Oh, with that. lighting. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they've, they had to develop all new technology to motion capture underwater. That's right. You know? You did tell me so, this. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. so Avatar... I kind of want to watch it now. Kind of, sorry. I will tell you, if, if for some reason they re-release it in IMAX, you do need to I go check should. it out. Um, I, I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> 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 but it, it was it was visually again visually yeah. you just you just do respect well good job James sure you know sure. even though I think it's kind of I I think the overall premise is stupid um, yeah. it, it it does check a lot of boxes in the other areas so yeah yeah Avatar was good um, I would tell you this well, well I know we've been we've been talking about this for for a, for a hot minute now but um, did you hear about uh, Jesus Revolution at all 
I've heard about it. I've not seen it. Um, I've watched the trailer. I've heard it's done really well. I've heard yep. it's very well done, which is fantastic to hear. I love when things are actually well done. Yes, yeah. Well, that, that, that is a whole other thing is right now we, we kind of are living in this age where, where the faith-based stuff is doing really well. Like it's catching up. You've got Jesus Revolution. Mm-hmm. You've got The Chosen. Yep. Um, this other movie that, that's just come out called His Only Son. I've not seen this yet, oh, but I've heard, I've heard it's good. So it's the story of Abraham and Isaac, you know. Oh, um, oh. But Jesus Revolution, what, it's the same guys who made I Can Only Imagine, the Irwin brothers. Yes. Yep. Made I Can Only Imagine and the the, the football movie, under, American Underdog. Yep. Um, so same, well, one of the brothers. One of the brothers involved. Anyways, um, very good. Okay. Very good, well-made, powerful story. Um, and, and it's, it's about the, the hippie movement, yep. you know, the, the Jesus hippie movement or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, people have mixed feelings about that, I'm whatever. Sure and so honestly, I'm watching it and I really am enjoying it, but there is this, this little cynic in the back of my head. That's like, okay, is this real? how much of this is real and authentic? Uh-huh. Yeah. Get this, man. I know this is anecdotal, but I, I, after the movie's over, I go to the bathroom, there's a guy in there, an older guy and we're washing our hands and he goes, he goes, oh, man, I remember all that. And I said, hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was a part of that. I was there. I was, I was, I was there. Like they, you know, they, they met in this tent, you know, and this, this whole movement, the big thing. And he's like, I remember being there. I remember that guy and that guy. He's like, my wife got saved. No through way. That. And I said, okay. I said, so how accurate was that? He said, oh, very accurate. Very accurate. I mean, the only comment he made is the guy, the guy who played um Kelsey Grammer's in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Frasier guy. Yeah. He was like, well, well, I mean, the what's I forget. Well, I forget that guy. Name, name of the guy he actually plays, uh, Mark something. Anyways, he's like, well, Mark Mark isn't as good looking as Kelsey Grammer, but you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of a joke there. But he's like, no, it's accurate. That's, that was that's really how cool. Man. And so just to have that little yeah. testimony there afterwards, like, kind of just like made it that much cooler for me. That is cool. I should but probably watch that. It is. It's that's that's uh, on Prime. I've seen it on Prime. Oh, is it? Is it? I was going to say yeah. it's. Uh, it's I'm not in a theater anymore at this point, but it was really, it was a really good movie. It was uh-huh. really powerful. And, and just, it really, I mean, it's the, it is the story of how the gospel can just transform people. I mean, really, oh. that is, that is what it's about. So I really like that. And, you know, like I said, The Chosen has been really good. Oh, you know, um, yeah. they're, they're just finished the third season here and yep. I could, I could talk about that for a while too. We I'll, probably should I'll, next. Yeah, year. yeah. Are you caught up on it? Like, are, no, are you? Oh, I'm okay, not get, caught up. I get caught to. up. See, uh, our, our bud, our buddy Jeremy Lenentine, He's the one who got me into it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so he kept telling me, "You got to watch it. You got to watch it." So I did. I finally sat down and watched the first season. Yeah. So then I got him on a on an episode mm-hmm. here years ago, and we recapped the first season. Yeah, I remember. Well, this. now I don't know. I need to ask him, but he's the one who's falling behind. And I'm oh, like, okay. "Well, man, we, we can do another <laughs> recap if you'd get caught up." So yeah. the first person who can just get caught up on it, I'd love to sit I'll down do and, and talk about it. I'll catch up on that too. But um, but yeah, man. So I mean, that, I guess that kind of brings us up to speed on you know what what we've seen in terms of. Uh, you know, the past, as far as movies, shows, here, here's the thing. I mean, not every movie is going to be a Top Gun. Of course. Know? It's of unfortunate. Course. But yeah. I, I do, I think the takeaway for me uh, as we talk through all this is what we we're just saying. Like, it is nice to see not just faith-based content, because here's what's doing, here's what's doing well mm-hmm. in, in, in general, is is movies that are just focused on telling stories, not pushing agendas. <laughs> now, on the conservative side, Christian side, you could argue that Jesus revolution is pushing an agenda. Not really. It's telling a story mm-hmm. of something that happened. Now in the process, yes, you're going to be moved and uh, you, you might realize the the power of the gospel, but yeah. 
it's not a it's it's not it's just telling you a story this is what happened and that's that's again again going even talk about avatar like they're really not pushing an agenda like yeah yeah, there's a little bit of the 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 nature stuff but but you know they're just telling a story and and i go back to i guess it would have been back in december of 2021 when spider-man the latest spider-man came out they're just telling a story you know there's there's no like agenda one way or the other and that's that's what that, I just really wish that that's what, you know, because Disney right now in particular is really struggling yeah. with that. I, I don't know why, last comment I'll make, I don't know why they haven't figured that out yet because the movies that just do the best are yeah. just a standalone good story. That's like the most basic thing of film. It's like, that's the thing you is, don't need to make all these comments and all these, you know, woke. It's like, don't do that. It, it just, seems like every movie or show or whatever that gets put out that is that is explicitly pushing some type of agenda. Mm-hmm. It, it it just doesn't like um you know uh, uh what was it Lightyear with Pixar yeah. okay the, this big thing about I having know. this same sex kiss okay and look I I did watch it when it came out on Disney Plus yeah. it was short granted I'm sure but here's the thing like that movie flopped now it was generally just not good like yeah. it was very disappointing yeah um. But that movie flopped. It flopped hard. I hear it, yeah. And a lot of that is because parents said, no, I don't want my kids to see that. Yep. And but and then there you can think of other examples where this has happened. But I don't know to me, I'm like, how but but yet Disney still continues uh-huh. to try to incorporate this, you know, there's already already this rumor that there's gonna be there is gonna be a frozen three. They've confirmed that. So there's all this rumor that they're gonna make Elsa a lesbian and whatever. If oh. that happens like sorry, frozen like oh, we're not going flop. to see that. It'll flop. Yeah. It'll absolutely and, flop. And I just think I'm like, how regardless of how you think, regardless of where you stand on this stuff, like mm-hmm. I how dedicated do you have to be to a certain ideology to sacrifice right. your audience? Yeah. I could even apply that to because that has been the problem with kind of faith-based stuff up to this point uh-huh. is it was almost like you I never really even saw them but like the God's Not Dead movies I don't know if you remember those they, they were so they were very cheesy yes and like very even, cheesy. And, and like I appreciate what the Kendrick brothers did and they kind of blaze in trouble like you know some of their early stuff in particular yeah. and it's like but they, see that was the problem it was like you know the 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 faith-based filmmakers and creators were so focused on pushing their message, pushing their ideology, right. which again is an ideology I happen to line up with, yeah. that they did sacrifice quality of story. Right. And so... I think that when they even made the, the second one, it yeah. was the same story. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know why this is so funny. Okay, there's the first one, obviously, which I have seen. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, God's Not Dead 2 or whatever, mm-hmm. it's the same story... And of course, they use that song, "God's Not." Yeah, the Newsboy song. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, this is just the same movie. Maybe the quality's a little bit better, but it's the exact yeah. same movie. And yeah. it's the, I don't know. I kind of got a kick out of that. But, but that, that's the thing is, and, and now we're seeing, like I said, we see it on the other side, the the left, if you will. It's like Disney. They're just like, how committed do you have to be to this ideology, to pushing this agenda, to yeah. where you're willing to sacrifice your audience? Because that's what they're doing. That's exactly. You know? what doing. I mean, Disney is struggling right now. I've I mean, heard, they're, I've they're heard making not doing very good. they're making job cuts. They're 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 cutting you know programming and things mm-hmm. like that. Oh, and I've heard like even like Disney World and Disney oh, Land, yeah. like they're actually like attendance is down. Yeah. Like things aren't and, actually and, and going and very and well. And you can't blame them. COVID anymore. That's no, gone. That's done with. Blame so. Them 
Um, of course, they're they're blaming. This is a whole other thing. They're blaming DeSantis oh, down yeah, there. Oh yeah, yeah, DeSantis. Uh, yeah, yeah, d- yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, this is your fault. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anyway, but I don't know. Like I said, it's just I really wish on the right and the left, and no matter what you believe, like, look, let's just let's just tell some stories and yeah. let's let's let's. Lots of good stories. Out there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good stories to tell. And and anyway, so. I, you know, we love talking movies. We love talking this, and it's been a while since we did. So yeah, I, I, I did enjoy that. But uh, well, thanks for thanks for being being back on the podcast. Yeah, and, it's always a good time. And to thank you for watching, listening, and if you have thoughts, I always like to put that out there. Like, hey, reach out. Like, throw a comment on YouTube or or something. Send an email. Send me an email, and you know, let me know what you think. You know, or don't. That's fine too. All right. Thanks, Bill. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode and do take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. You can connect with us online and learn about all that we do for churches, businesses, families, and more at mustincrease.com. We want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we look forward to seeing you next time as we continue to increase truth and inspire hope in the lives of others right here on the Must Increase podcast.